The Hump, Episode 30, Calling Travel Audibles. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beeland. Dude, what are you drinking tonight? I'm sticking, you know, Kansas City loyal until I'm going to ride this thing out. I went back and dug deep. This one's got some uh, old special memories for both of us, but it's the old Boulevard Tank 7. Ooh, ass kicker. As my Tall boy. Friend, yeah, as our buddy newbie would call it when I had that. Remember, I had a pony keg of that for my 40th birthday. Oh, that was where I really got uh, <laughs> used to the term ABV. <laughs> I got introduced in sugar and how sugar converts into alcohol. What is going on? I've only had three beers and I'm on my ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am drinking. It's a regional product. So I'm drinking. I'm keeping it kind of I've been fighting a headache most of the day today. I think it's the weather. Since we've had monsoon downpours today, and I saw my poor neighbor, he probably, I saw him dump at least 60 gallons of water from the side of his house into his front yard. I think his sump pump went out. So I'm keeping it light. I'm drinking a uh, log boat brewing company, Mamut. Yeah, mild brown ale. Well, you like the browns, but yeah, I do like log boat. Yes, I like log log boat as a brewery too, so... One of our previous guests. It's one of his personal favorites. Which guest is that? Mr. Jordan Neitzel. Oh, it's uh, Jordan. He's a Logboat fan. I didn't know that about him. Well, he's he's a Columbia guy, born and raised. Oh, uh, that's right. I forgot. I it may be selective memory. I think I might have blocked that from my memory banks. There are so many things I like about Jordan, and I think I maybe blocked that one aspect of his <laughs> life that I really don't yeah. care care much about that part of him i he's too nice to be a missouri guy (laughs) like way too nice to be a missouri guy he must have stumbled into that somehow i think he's a legacy i think it was like he was obligated to go there oh man i was at some point i am gonna have to talk to him about that like in at length like how did you come out of that unscathed and not be an a-hole he loves it i i i i gather and the same can be said a mile my mater a lot of people will look at my alma mater with you come to the region you're like you guys are all d-bags so i mean i can see that yeah oh i knew you weren't gonna like disagree with that statement so (laughs) yeah we won't we won't figure out where we put the the wildcats and the triple d conversation so if if we're if if mizzou's mizzou's dick and ku's (laughs) <laughs> douchebag then where does that leave k-state <laughs> oh well played sir touche oh uh, out there in the sticks yeah so i walked into that one yeah you did and that was early in the show to launch into a triple d people were like turn it off turn it off <laughs> turn it off don't give up just yet yeah no doubt so with the weather clearing up and reopening phases happening when's when's a brewery visit in your future 
where it's not just a pickup, a parking lot visit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to noodle that one around, but still not quite there yet. You're still not quite committed. Well, I'm like, I don't want to go to the dentist. It seems kind of irresponsible to go to a brewery instead. (laughs) I actually made the dentist trip like the day they reopened thinking my logic being if I hit them the first day, then yeah, yeah, like there's no, nothing. There's no taint on there yet. Yeah. There's no taint isn't the word I was going to use, but it hadn't been soiled, but sure. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just roll with that. We'll just roll with that. Oh man. So before we launched on, we were starting to have a little side conversation before we ran into technical issues that it's just amazes me how we can oftentimes like people don't realize how often we have technical issues. And then we still like skate right on time into this thing. You were talking about, you were getting comments about the Jesse Jacobs show. Yeah. Yeah. One, they found it enjoyable, but two, they were, uh, they were impressed with Jesse's sound quality, but Mm. we really, uh, we were really punching above our level on that one though. Like, we were lucky to get her. She's, she's too good for us, to be honest. Uh, quite frankly, she really is too good. Yeah, too good for us. Now, what people need to remember about that and the sound quality with Jesse is she is a podcast producer, so she might be a little bit informed about how to set this stuff up, although she, in fact, had some struggles with the mic. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, and then the, her other half does a podcast, too. Right. So... Yeah, what is it? What is Zach's podcast? It's fintech related. Uh, for fintech's sake, yes, it is for fintech's sake. And I was wondering it, if they both love to play on words, like you know, dirty but not. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if he was going to stop doing that with his job change, but I'm glad he's continued to do the show. Like he took that with his personal brand. Yeah, he uh, he's good at it too. Yeah, quality guy. Yeah, he's a quality guy. So last weekend was Memorial Day weekend, and you were able to venture out. How was your Memorial Day weekend? It was actually pretty good. I uh, I don't know if it's COVID related or a midlife crisis, but Di and I uh, we bought a boat. You well, want not just one boat? We bought two boats. You bought two boats. You want to clarify that statement though, because the we went back into the the redneckness of K State. Is it really a boat? It is a seaworthy vessel. Yes. Um, now it also could be construed as an inflatable kayak, but it it's a boat nonetheless. Okay. How, how did the kayaking session go? And you guys ended up going to Shawnee mission park, correct? Yeah, we did. It's kind of one of those things. It was fun. Uh, I, since it is inflatable, there's a little bit of work involved. So I, liken myself to being in like a NASCAR pit crew. <laughs> like how fast can I get this bitch up and running? Okay. And so, what was, what was the land to lake speed time there? So land to lake speed time, two kayaks, 18 minutes, 18 minutes. Okay. That's not too shabby. That's, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. That's not, I don't, I don't know where I could shave any off either. Okay. So you had it down. Did you practice at home before you got out there or did you? I'm not insane. Of course I blew it up in my living room. <laughs> and then I sat in it for like, you know, 20 minutes, like a, a giddy schoolboy. But yeah, I, I, I took her up. I blew her up. 
Yeah. So the producer's keenly interested in this because he we've been having some discussion. If you had succeed, if this was a successful purchase, the producer's interested in getting a paddleboard version of they make inflatable paddleboard versions. But we're we're like, we need to check with Chad to see how well the inflation process works. They do make a six man inflatable paddleboard at Costco. I mean, I don't know why you would want to go paddleboarding with a basketball team, but you would have that option. Is it a is it a physically distant paddleboard, six man paddleboard? That would be like a wafer that would cover the entire lake. I would think it's pretty massive, but you know, I, I it doesn't look like fun to me. But uh, <laughs> so it comes with a hand pump, and the first time I blew it up in the living room, I used the hand pump, and and that'll work you out a little bit. You'll work up a lather doing that, but it still wasn't too bad. But I found this little inflate deflate thing on Amazon. You, it's internal batteries, USB charge, and it's smaller than my phone. And it blew up the kayaks in like two minutes. And then it also deflates because we learned the tricky part is getting the air out because you're never going to get it back in your car if you don't deflate it properly. So folks, we have not, do you remember the brand of, of said item? Uh, I can tell you here in a sec. So folks, this is not a paid sponsorship by the inflate deflate USB utility that Chad's mentioning, but we will throw a link in the show notes Uh, and it sounds like it's going to be a teenager purchase here soon too. So it blew up both of them and deflated both of them and still had miles to go. I mean, it was, it's an impressive, impressive tool. That's nice. So how was the, the overall trip out to the lake? It was nice. I mean, we tried to get out there early because we knew every other knucklehead was going to be out, you know, and by the time we got off the lake, it was just packed. People were everywhere on any form of vessel you could find, but no, it was good. It was nice getting out there, at least doing something different. Yeah, that's, that's nice. And we're going to talk about some outdoor adventures because we had some planned for the summer and it sounds like they're, they're not going to happen. So. No, not without a, a border getting opened, but yeah, not looking like it. But before we go there though, did you ask, what did you do? I'm just curious. Well, I, I ate pizza and had beers with you. I drank a lot of beer this weekend, past weekend. It's the right weekend to do it. It is the right weekend to do it. So I had, yeah, beers and pizza with you and then beers and burgers with other friends on Saturday. And then I had. What did we have on? I don't remember what we ate on Sun on Monday, and, be, and then we had beers and boar burgers the next day. <laughs> and we are we are recording this on I guess national today's National Burger Day. Yeah, you just celebrated early. Yeah, but we're not having beers tonight. We're having nachos. You are having a beer, but yeah, I am having a beer, but no, there's no burgers tonight. I think we've mm-hmm. exhausted the burger the burger consumption. But no, we did a lot of yard work. I'm trying to help. A uh, company I'm doing work for get a website launched, a new redesigned website. So I worked a little bit, but not not as much as I normally do. There's a lot of a lot of beer this weekend. Well, sounds like a quality weekend. It was a it was a quality weekend. Yeah, it was nice. The other thing we talked about. So the producer hung out with us, and I'm looking forward to some real sports. And I was yes. and I was going to ask you because I saw on Twitter that you actually watched the match 
Did you actually watch the match? I turned the match on and I watched the pre-match match. It was just live version of professional athletes speaking. And I was enthralled. I don't like golf. I don't like playing golf. I certainly don't like watching golf, but it was compelling stuff. Yep. How was it compelling? Yeah. I did not watch any of it. I heard some uh, of the commentary was worth watching, like Barkley providing commentary on golf when he's known widely across the universe, not just here. Like we're talking Guardians of the Galaxy planets know that he is the worst golfer in the universe. The fact that he was providing golf commentary was. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, his swing is so ugly, but he, he's good for TV. What's funny, though, like all the guys, the announcer guys, not the four guys that were playing, they were all dressed like in golf gear, like they were all like getting ready to go out and hit the course. But I mean, it was pouring rain and nobody really wanted to see anybody else play. So it was interesting, though. Yeah, it was live sports. I'll take it. So I've got a live sport opportunity for you this weekend. Do tell. Real football. Real football. So, producer, you Mm -hmm. want to talk to... So these guys are out of school. They're, they're just itching for something to do. And I got to get approval from the producer. I'm thinking about having the commissioner of this new league. That's football league. That's been formed here in the Kansas city area producer. You want to, you want to tell Chad what, what the, the league and what, what the deal is here. He's not the commissioner. He's just a participant. Okay. We have a league of, I think it's like seven teams of six players, and we call it the HSFL High School Football League. And this summer, hopefully, we'll be able to play some games. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work, but we're trying to figure it out. I, I've been teasing him incessantly because I'm. They've talked about football. He's actually bought and purchased football gloves. Because that's the way they keep the germs off their, you know, their hands is they'll buy the gloves, right? And then just wash their gloves. But it's funny. They've been practicing for weeks. And I'm like, you ever going to play games? You're like the anti-Allen Iverson. All they want to do is practice. (laughs) Yeah. And so they're eventually going to break down and, and play games. And I tell them they should live stream this thing. If people are watching Korean baseball, they'll watch a bunch of knucklehead high schoolers play football. Oh, I, I would watch it. I would come out and watch it. <laughs> I got my cooler. I got my chair. I'm there. So, so where's the where's the where's the game this weekend? The first game is tomorrow night. I think tomorrow night, Friday night, under the lights. Yeah, Friday night Primetime. at the deck at Blue Valley Northwest. So, and then we got. I think we have four games Sunday. Wait, it's at the deck. Yes. The deck. I this thought. is a approved school activity. <laughs> no, no. I mean, last I checked, all their facilities are locked. <laughs> They're young. They can jump fences. I'm waiting for this thing to get busted. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Too- you and I are getting over the fence if if the popo comes. Yeah, no doubt. Speaking, yeah. So we may or may not have the commissioner on the show. We'll. He may be arrested after this first weekend, but we'll we'll see. The other thing, so speaking of the Popo, the producer had a public service announcement he wanted to share with you, too. Did you share that with him? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, they sit outside not far from my house, sit by a park and just wait for you to just coast through that stop sign. All right. So as long as you're aware of it, we're just making sure we perform a public service announcement for you, Chad, and you don't get don't get a ticket. That's the one stop sign I always stop at because they're always sitting there. I just roll through 99% of the others. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So we were supposed to have a summer trip as we prone to do. We do an annual trip and we'll go somewhere for a long weekend. And we had Vancouver planned. And a little side trip outside of Vancouver, there's an isle, a beautiful kind of nature preserve island that I'm of no relation called Bowen Island, although I was very excited to spend some time on that island. And I, I don't think the border is going to be open. I was checking today even. It looks like you and I both were having that itch. I actually was checking and they're just allowing family and businesses to cross, essential businesses to cross now. Yeah. At least for now, it's closed till June 22nd. Okay. And Canada will decide if they want to extend it. It's kind of weird. We're on the other side. We're Mexico now. Yeah, we are Mexico at this point. They're like, yeah, we don't want any Americans in here. No offense. No, yeah, no, no offense. So I already know you've called one audible, right? You want what's your, what's your audible? You've, you've, if I understand correctly, you've become part of the RV movement. Well, yeah, we were trying to think of something that, you know, we could do as a family that keeps you still somewhat isolated, that you didn't have to get on a plane, you know, just somewhere that we can do the same thing we're doing here, just somewhere else. So we were going to rent an RV and cruise that big rig down the old highway. little white line fever, baby. A little white line fever. We we had some friends already do that. So if you want to compare notes, they they took their son on college visits across a couple, I know they went through most of the state of Missouri and canceled some of their vacation plans and went ahead. And I think it was last week did basically a college visit tour via RV. And they were texting the, the wife was texting Becca at one point and said, RV in hard rain sucks. So just, <laughs> <laughs> so just before one, you have to go even slower. Yes. Even slower. Yeah. I had, I, I called a second audible though. I got up to the line. I called an audible and then I didn't like what I saw. So we called another audible though. What's that? So I called today to, to put the deposit down on the RV. And they said they're like already booked completely through July. They're like, we are so insanely busy. We can't like, we can't get to the calls fast enough. Wow. So apparently everybody else had the same idea. I had the right idea at the right time. I just sat on it too long. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were early in. You were talking about this early in before I hear, heard it being discussed on the news. Yeah, I went and looked at it like a month ago. And I was like, yeah, it's looking good, but had some other things going on. So I didn't want to commit. And it's kind of one of those things where close enough that it's pay for the whole thing. Yeah. And if you back out, you know, they give you like $200 back of your 3000 yeah, no doubt. Well, and that we hadn't gotten a commitment. I don't think in even until this morning or the until you texted me about the trip and being able to get the full credit back on our trip to trip to Vancouver. So, yeah, yeah, that was going to be that was going to be tough. The other thing I was talking to uh, another friend over the Memorial Day weekend, and it wasn't about Lake of the Ozarks and all the madness that was transpiring there, but it was about just these camping trips with the RVs. 
there are there are only so many places you can park those things. And a lot of the the RV parks have already booked up too, because he was checking into it as well. It's just right. I think I think a lot of people have pivoted, you know, pivoted that direction. Well, it's like, you know, the airlines are getting killed, but the RV business is big, apparently. I mean, it's give and take everywhere. It's strange. Yeah, the gas is gas is cheap. So Yeah. Well, I'm still hopeful that we're able to head somewhere north, even if it's not via RV. We could rent a big, big van, luxury van, go 70s style, right? Yeah. And just, and just head somewhere north and pass through. Although Minneapolis is making me really sad based on the news of what's transpired there. It's horrible. Yeah. But, you know, stopping by there and picking up some beer. Yeah. Be nice. Many good breweries in Minneapolis. I'm down. Yeah. Got to go to Dangerous Man. Yes. So we did pivot though. Yeah. What's and the, yeah. You were since, saying you were pivoting. Two o'clock. I've already booked another trip. No surprise. <laughs> Locked and loaded, baby. So I'm like, well, we wanted to go to the mountains or whatever, somewhere, see some scenery. That's not my yard. So we started looking at just like isolated remote cabins. And we found this cabin in blue river, Colorado, which I guess is South of Breckenridge. Okay. And, uh, it, it's looks pretty sweet overall. It's an Airbnb plus, which I've never, uh, taken advantage of one of those, but it is called Winterfell. Well, <laughs> did you plunk down the money just because it was called Winterfell? <laughs> it got, a, it definitely got an extra bump for the name. <laughs> That's some sweet marketing there, that man. Is some sweet marketing. I think I'm just going to name my fucking house Hogwarts and see if people will like stay here. I bet it helps. I seriously <laughs> bet it helps. And and the, the owner that I've already talked to twice and he's incredibly nice. Guess what his name is? Oh, no, no, no. What? Rob. Rob Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The king of Winterfell. The king of the king of Winterfell. Very nice. Nice touch. I, I was going to go with Eddard Stark, but then I was like, hmm. Yeah, you got to play the uh, play the averages. Yeah, play the not ed- a lot of Edards out there. No, well, good old Ed, but he's got like signage and whatnot. It's not hokey though. You know, I'm I've seen some shit, and you're like, oh my god, like I'm going to be sleeping in like a a bed that looks like a wolf. Like, no, it's not like that. It's it's really it's really classy. So, is this place actually have the accoutrement of like staying? It's Game of Thrones themed. It's not Game of Thrones themed. <laughs> it's just named after and then okay like you know it has a sign out in front of it that's got the house stark signet with winterfell on it i mean it's okay just a little touch here there yeah just just a wisp of it you know yeah what what was the name of that place that we stayed at in saint martin that was used for like french soap operas was it envoy was that the name encore encore i knew it started with an e i couldn't remember that place was dope man that was one easily one of the nicest places I've ever stayed. Yeah, it was a super nice place, provided the mosquitoes don't rape you. They have no control over the mosquitoes. It's tropical environment. Oh, I know. I I know. I just look like a leper by the time we got by the time we got home. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's now my big trip for the year until we take our trip together. Okay. Yeah, which we got to sort that. We got to sort out those details. 
speaking of covering and protecting yourself, how many masks do you have? I'm curious. On hand or en route? Uh, we'll count en route. 14. Whoa, 14? <laughs> for just you? No, not just for me, for the family. Oh, I was thinking just you. My goodness. No, just me, I got two. Okay. Because I was like, I, I have two. But I know people that have, I know somebody that has up to like six masks. Almost like one for every day of the week. Well, they say you need to wash them. You got to yeah. get the get the virus off them. The taint, as you called it earlier. It is what it is. <laughs> so which, you only have two. I was like, do you have a, a one that's your favorite? Yeah, I have one that's my favorite. I like the ones with the the side loops that just go behind your ear versus ones that tie behind your head. Oh, okay. But it's just, uh, it's got like kind of a cool black design and, you know, I look like Joe Biden. So I think it's pretty cool. Did you buy it or did you have somebody make it? Uh, no, I got them both. I get them from local like SoKC and. Okay. You got it from one of the local makers, which that's cool. Yeah. Again, not sponsored by the show. Just curious about the product. We've got the, the regular, you know, almost like house painting, whatever the R, yeah. R masks or got a couple of those. And then one of Grant's classmates has been making them. Mm. So she, you give her fabric. Matter of fact, Grant was really upset. The producer was really upset because one of his grandmothers, although I'm not supposed to call her your grandma, am I? She hates that term. Yeah. So Grand, Grand, one of her friends had KU fabric and turned it over to the friend and made a mask. And he was rather upset he didn't get a KU mask. But yeah, she's been making our mask. I sent her a wild way and I'm putting this on record. Just to make sure her mom doesn't steal the gift card. I emailed, emailed a wild way coffee gift card to, to them to thank them for making us some masks. Mm. So nice. Yeah. I don't didn't like the logo or anything, but I did see a cool mask where this, this girl had, it was a KU mask and she had a, it was blue covering that. And then like on uh, just to the left of her mouth, there was a, the Jayhawk, but that was a flap you could lift up. And then there was a, just a hole just big enough for a straw. Oh, very nice. So very functional. This mask is. Yeah. I don't know if like medically it's probably, you know, secure, but it looked, you know, interesting yeah i'm i wouldn't be surprised you've seen the mask where people will put like other famous jaw lines on, yeah. the, on the bottom i could see a jayhawk beak being really popular uh, yeah i'm surprised that there hasn't been somebody and there probably is at this point where you can actually get a three like a a 3d image or, or um, panoramic shot of your own face so you can wear your own face on a mask but then when you're talking, your lips aren't moving. Yeah. It would be kind of creepy and cringy, but I bet they'd still sell. Oh, I'm sure they would. People buy anything. I've been contemplating getting one of the Charlie Hustle masks. I haven't done it yet, though. I like them. They're just white. I don't know. Yeah. white. That's generally a bad choice. Yeah. I actually put a white T-shirt on today that I like the message on the T-shirt. I put it on, it sat on my person for about 15 seconds and I went, I can't wear a white t-shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it, a problem. It is a, it is a problem. So I'm, it's just you and me this week, but I'm super excited. We might have the commissioner of the, it's the HSFL. 
might have the commissioner of the HSFL on the show as a future guest. We already have a couple guests lined up for the show. So I don't know if you know this, but one of the activities that's just been completely booming with COVID-19 and the coronavirus has been video game playing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Producer out of every day. What's how how many hours do you spend playing video games? This not as much now, but probably like way too much. Don't Hey, you're going to make me seem like a bad parent. (laughs) Anyway, we're having Bubba Gator is going to be on the show and he is the executive director for an esports foundation here in the city. It's a not for profit that actually looks at how to use video games to connect kids and bring them closer together. And they actually have a curriculum and they help build e-gaming leagues and e-gaming clubs in the high school communities. So, mm-hmm. but it's a way to bring kids together, way to help the, them improve their self-esteem and self-worth and create a great, great environment. So we're going to have Bubba on the show in the next couple of weeks to kind of talk to him about the spike in video gaming and how video gaming actually can be a positive influence in people's lives. And we kind of did the anti version of that a couple seasons ago where I dragged the producer alongside a female friend. And we talked about how he shouldn't play so many video games because, you know, it may have cut into the relationship, but this, this will be the positive side of that experience. So we're going to have, we're going to have Bubba on the other person we're going to have on, although it may be get pushed back a little bit to coincide with his book date, is a gentleman by the name of Dan Bozung. And mm-hmm. Dan is a really interesting guy, former Navy helicopter pilot, accomplished Navy helicopter pilot that then after leaving the Navy, went to Harvard Business School, got his degree, and he's, by all accounts, he's still a successful businessman. But he struggled through a lot of that transition from military life to business life. And he's got a book coming out that's part memoir, part self-help. Really funny. I've read some excerpts of it. But the book's titled, and it's supposed to come out in September, I believe. So we may get closer to his book launch. But people might see that early live. The, The title of the book is This Civilian Shit is Hard. And if people are interested in that, they can check out Dan at danbozung.com. And then the third thing I want to mention, because we're going to have one of these sooner rather than later, was your idea, Chad, which for lack of a better title, I'm calling it the grab bag guest. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So tell tell folks about what, what we're doing here with the grab bag guest. Well, yeah, we were sitting out on my patio and, you know, we had had a few few beers, so we were having some really good ideas come because that's usually when the better ones come. <laughs> And I said, you know, why don't we just have our producer book somebody and just throw them on the show sight unseen and then just see where it plays out. You know, maybe give us a direction and that's it. Yeah, you were you were early on in this. You were like completely cold. And the producer said, can I at least tell you kind of the topic that you're discussing? And I went, that's fine, but no more. It sounded like a much better idea on my patio, but I'm still willing to give it a go. So we're going to test. We're going to test this idea. Yes. Uh, I'm super intrigued by this, but we're, we're going to call it the grab bag guest and we're not even going to know who the guest is. 
if if they they're into nacho chips that's the example i use we're gonna we're we could spend an entire episode talking about nacho chips easily chips yeah which we've done that with cargo shorts we did an entire episode practically about cargo shorts so i think we could figure that out you ready for for triple d yeah let's do it all right so for the folks that may be hearing this for the first time Triple D is a game we like to play at the end of each episode. So, yes, you're close to the end. Just hold on. You're almost there. Triple D, we throw out. It's our way of outing bad behavior. We throw out a scenario each week and discuss whether it's a dick douche or a dumbass move. And we've had some coronavirus specials of late, and this is not going to change really at all. We've still got another coronavirus special here. This week's Triple D move. What do you call a door-to-door salesperson, especially in the era of physical distancing? I've had this happen to me, and this wasn't like recent, even when we had the reopening. This was even two weeks ago, because you may recall I texted you, and I'm like, hold on to this idea. I just had somebody show up to my door, and I'm sitting there going, you expect me to answer the door? You want me to open this? Yeah. (laughs) This is one that personally, pandemic or no, it is one of my big bugaboos. I mean, especially because I have a a very prominent no solicitor sign with the Overland Park City ordinance that says they cannot knock on my door and schlep their wares with me. So when they do come up to the door, I usually give them a firm tongue lashing. That sounds worse than I, I intended. But um, <laughs> I give them an earful and basically, you know, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not buying what you're selling. You're not welcome. You know, you got to go. So it's a dumbass move in general, but to actually do it in the middle of a pandemic is just epic dumbass, in I, my opinion. Yeah, I think it's epic dumbass. And I don't know if I'm going to blame the door to door salesperson or his or her boss, but to me, there's a dick component. Like, this is so brazen. There's like a dick component to this. I'm like, really? Really? And you, you force this person to go out and do this or you decided to go out and do this. My wife is much nicer than I am. And she's always like, you know, don't be mean to them. And I'm like, they went and applied for this job. They went and had an interview and said, door to door sales sounds great. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Like if they're stupid enough to take that job, they can deal with what I'm serving. Yeah. Well. So you in turn have turned dick on their dumb ass. I don't even think that I just. <laughs> everything says go away and you still ring yeah, the doorbell. You still. So you, you're just going to call it a cosmic course correction. All right. We'll we'll roll with that. So I can I can certainly roll with dumb ass. So, yeah, even taking a door to door salesperson job, it, at least getting to digital sales, that would even be better. Even phone sales would be better at this point. So we got dumbass, dumbass for that, for sure. The music guest, we actually were supposed to have a music guest on tonight. They're called the late fees. We're going to work to rebook them just because of time constraints. Or if you're listening to the audio version, we have a clip that we'll include. But nonetheless, we'll show a little bit of love to the late fees.
I think that's it for us tonight, folks. Thanks for hanging with us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like follow us if you haven't already. Remember, you can catch us live on Facebook almost every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. Also, check out the He Says, She Says Casey blog where you can get a much nicer and cleaner version of our conversation, not cleaner in language, but cleaner in like the overall production value of our conversation on the blog. And if you like what you heard, Chad and I get texts all the time saying we love the show or somebody will reach out. But if you like what you've heard, subscribe to us, rate us and leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. I love me a little Spotify and Chad's personal favorite Stitcher. Nice. Take care, everybody. Bye.